Welcome to the Confidence Lounge podcast, where we cover all things confidence in life and business. I'm your host, Elise Conroy, and I'm on a passionate mission to help thousands of women across the world feel more confident from the inside out, because not on my watch am I ever going to watch another woman do insecure life and business again. So if you're ready to become your most confident self, mama, or businesswoman, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So grab your favorite beverage, get nice and comfy, and get ready to receive today's confidence injection. Do you fear making big decisions or do you spin out and just obsess about, oh my God, what if it's going to be the wrong decision? Okay, we're diving into how to make confident and secure decisions because I don't want you living in fear that you're going to make the wrong decision. I don't want you losing all sorts of time overthinking and stressing out and worrying about the what if. What if it goes wrong? What if this happens, right? And I don't want you believing that you need someone else to help you decide what is right for you because you know. So we're going to help empower your knowing today. So why we are here is we're going to cover how there's no such thing as a wrong decision. And I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) We're going to talk about how to make secure decisions, even when you're faced with doubt and uncertainty. We're going to look at what disempowered decision making looks like and how to stay away from that process. And then we're going to go into why believing you don't know is nothing more than just a toxic thought. Then I'm going to show you how to create a healthy decision-making process, which is going to empower you to feel more confident as you decide what is right for you. And then we're going to ground this all down with one of my favorite practices, which is a decision-making visualization, which is going to be super fun. So get ready. All right, let's start off with just talking about what is a decision? I love always going to the dictionary and just defining it, right? Because there's so much stigma around decision making, right? Or these things that we build up to be massive in our brains. So when we look at decisions, it's nothing more than a conclusion or resolution reached after consideration. But yet we make so much mind drama (laughs) about decisions, right? It's like, oh God, I'm going to get it wrong. And then we beat ourselves up when we think that we got it wrong. But I want to tell you, and this is so important because once you truly adopt this way of thinking about decision making, you're going to set yourself free because the reality is there's no such thing as a wrong decision unless you decide it is a wrong decision. So when you make the decision in your mind that, oh God, everything went wrong, or you allow other people's thoughts about your decision to influence your belief when we decide on something, right? So let's say you make a decision to start a new job and all of your family and friends are like, oh God, that was the worst decision ever. And then you end up getting fired. You're like, oh, yep, that they were right. Worst decision ever, right? But you could actually choose to see it as, no, it was the best decision ever because I got myself out of my comfort zone. I gained new experience. I learned how to never make that mistake again. You'll start to see that when you adopt this way of looking at decision-making, of believing that you have the power to decide what was a right and wrong decision. And A, there is no wrong decision unless you decide it is a wrong decision. I can't scream this loud enough. You guys are going to get irritated with how much I say this. But I just truly believe that was one area of life where when I truly adopted this mentality, I no longer feared making big decisions. I no longer feared taking risks because I knew regardless of even if I failed and fell flat on my face, I was still going to learn and grow from it, right? So therefore, there was no such thing as a wrong decision, a wrong risk, because I was going to be stronger on the other side of it because who I became going through that experience. 
So I want you to think about all the times in your life where you have either avoided making a decision or beat yourself up for thinking it was the wrong decision because you decided it was or you allowed other people's thoughts about what you did to influence your thought process about what you chose to do. I want you to think about how often that's shown up for you. And I want you to think about how much that hinders you when you actually go into deciding if you're going to do something new, if you're going to make a professional move, if you are going to end a relationship, if you're going to spend a certain amount of money or make a big investment, if you're going to have a hard conversation, but you're so worried about what other people are going to think about you telling the truth, right? Because every single day, our decisions are what inform our reality. So your happiness, your success level, your overall satisfaction in your life is based upon the decisions that you're making every single day. So if we are making decisions or avoiding making decisions, because <laughs> a lot of us do that, right? We just spend all this time thinking about, oh, what if I did this? And then all of a sudden it's like now a year's gone past and you still have never made the decision. So if we're thinking in that way, where we're actually avoiding it. If we are making decisions from a place of doubt or insecurity, this is going to result in disempowered and uncertain decision making. And indulging in these type of thoughts or avoidance is going to disempower your confidence and your trust and your inner self-security at the highest level. So how that shows up are these sneaky little thoughts that are like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't want to get it wrong. I don't know what's right for me. Or we worry about, oh God, if I do this, I'm going to let everybody down or I'm going to let my, my kids down or I'm going to get judged for getting it wrong. Or we start having these sneaky doubt thoughts come in where it's like, ah, I don't know if I really can. I don't know if I have what it takes. Maybe it's too late for me. I fear saying the, the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing or I'm too old to do that. Or who am I to do that? Um, we think to ourselves that, oh, maybe my ideas aren't good enough, or maybe I don't actually have any value to add here. Or if I really tried, I'm probably not going to actually make it happen. So why even try? And then we start really wondering, am I actually good enough to do this? Do I have what it takes? Like maybe I can't do this on my own, or maybe this never will work, or I can't deal with this right now because it's, it's just too much and it's too hard, or I need more information. All of these sneaky thoughts are going to keep you from making secure decisions, to keep you from feeling certain as you go into deciding. So what is gonna hinder you from making empowered decisions are two things, confusion and uncertainty. So I highly, highly recommend for you not to indulge in confusion because a confused mind is never actually going to make a decision. So if your, mar if your mind starts going into, I don't know, right? Ask yourself, what do I need to know to create certainty, right? Because we want to build all of our decisions upon the foundation of certainty, right? Certainty is I know. I know this because, or I need to learn this, right? You're always going to feel more empowered and more confident when you are certain. So we want to stay away from uncertainty. Any thought that says, I don't know, right? Because this is going to disempower yourself at the highest level when you think that you don't know. And it's always going to invite more indecision. And indecision is like a snowball, right? It starts to get traction. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it starts to impact and explode into other areas of your life. So I always want you to answer your I don't know based questions as soon as it comes up. So I love this, like uh, to treat this as a tennis match in my mind, right? My brain will serve me up and I don't know. Okay. What do I need to know? What do I need to learn? I always swing back with a, an empowered way of looking at this because I don't know, just waste time. 
Because you're going to be like, oh, I don't know how to do this. The next thing you know, you're spinning out, I don't know, for months and months and months. So this might show up looking like your brain just basically offering you a lot of dot, dot, dots. <laughs> and how I think of a dot, dot, dot is like, hmm, someday I'll think about this. Or I don't know this and dot, dot, dot. So then you never actually do the thing. You never investigate it. You never learn. So I want you to think about if you're sitting here telling yourself, I don't know what to do. Okay, well, what do you want to do and what don't you want to do? That's automatically going to shift you back into an empowered place, a way of looking at this. If you're telling yourself, I don't know if this is right for me. Okay, empowered way of looking at this is I decide what is wrong for me. I decide what is right for me because as soon as we can leave the I don't know and make a decision, your insecurities and doubts are going to begin to go away. And I want to encourage you. As you go into the decision-making process, this is so important. Do not consume food, alcohol, social media, TV in place of making a hard decision or do those things as you are making the decision because it's just going to take you out of being fully present and fully aware of what the decision is that you want to make and it's going to distract you, right? So by hiding and overthinking or tuning out, what we're really doing is just holding ourselves back from being present and making clear and certain decisions and taking that action needed to move our life forward, to grow, to do the thing that we actually want to do. So be very cautious of taking yourself out of the present anytime you're going into the decision-making process. So what I actually do to really feel confident and secure as I'm going into any decision is I'll actually schedule time. I will put it on my calendar because especially if, if I've had a lot of mind drama about this. So if I've had a lot of I don't know, if I've had a lot of insecurity, because anytime we decide to do something new, you're going to feel the doubt. It's new, right? So we've got to welcome this. We've got to make space for this to happen. You're a human being. Anytime our brain goes towards something new, something different where we don't have experience, it's going to try to pull you back to your comfort zone. So make space for the doubt, for the fear, for the insecurities. This is normal for it to come up anytime we are embarking on doing something that might feel a little bit scary, taking a risk, making a new big life decision where there is potential failure involved. Your brain is always going to serve you up these doubt-based, insecurity-based thoughts, fear-based thoughts. That's normal. So what I do is I make space for that to happen, right? So if I've had a a lot of thoughts that contain the fear, the doubt, the insecurity, the lack, the what ifs, right? I'll make space on my calendar to sit down and actually create time to look at all of it. So I'll schedule out an hour and I'll sit down and I'll look at, okay, my brain is telling me this. Here's what I need to learn. Here's where I need to invest in helping myself get to where I want to go. Here's where I actually want to be and the decisions that I need to make to help me get there. So I actually schedule it and you can do the same thing. And I make sure it's a quiet room unless I you know, want music to help lift me up. But I make sure I'm in a space that's dedicated where it's distraction free, where I'm actually going to give myself that time and dedicated space to make my decision from a place of knowing, from a place of certainty, from a place of confidence, from a place of security. This is how we start to do that. So three things I want you to remember about the decision-making process is any sort of confusion is going to disempower your expansion. Uncertainty is going to disempower confidence and disempowered thoughts are always going to keep you in limbo. So let's shift into looking at how to make empowered decisions with ease is when we shift into that mindset that I offered you as we started this conversation with today is there is no such thing as a wrong decision. 
what you're going to do is you're going to start to trust that you know how to decide, that you know how to figure it out, even if something goes wrong, right? And I want you to trust that no matter where you're at, whether you're a beginner, whether you're advanced, whether you're just making a big change, whatever it might be, that you are not behind and that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Because what this is going to do is when you adopt this way of just trusting you're exactly where you're supposed to be, this is going to eliminate any pressure or stress-based decisions. And the other thing to make empowered decisions is I want you to make decisions based upon where you're going, not where you've been. Don't ever make a decision based upon your past failures, any sort of negative emotions or doubt, right? Because that's where you used to be or that's where you fear going. We don't want to take our our brain to the fear place. We want to think about, okay, I want to be in this place. So this is what I need to do to get there. Now, what your brain is going to do is this, is let's say you failed in the past. Your brain is going to be like, but remember when you pulled yourself out of your comfort zone and then you failed and everybody shamed you for it and had all these thoughts and told you to never do this again, or I told you so, it's going to take you back to that place of pain because what it's doing is protecting you. It doesn't want you to feel that pain again. So you've got to show yourself, I want to go here. I trust myself to get here. Here's what I need to do to decide to be here. And here's how I'm going to get there, right? We don't want to make decisions based upon past failures. We always want to learn from our past failures and take that information to then inform where we're going next. So I love to do evaluations on the side of, on the other side of any decision that I make in my life, any big decision. So I'll actually look at, okay, what went well? here's all the things that were great about this. And then I'll look at, oh, here's what didn't go well. (laughs) And then here's how I'm going to do things differently next time. So when I have this, what am I going to do different next time? This is always going to empower me to stay in growth mode versus saying, oh, I don't really know what went wrong last time. I'm not sure, right? Because then I'm just going to keep making the same decision over and over and getting the same exact result. And that's the definition of insanity is when you do the same thing over and over, but you expect to have something different happen. So this is why when I was in my corporate career, after every single launch that we did, after every product went into the market, sold into Sephora and Target and all the places where my products sold, I would bring my team together and we would do what's called a postmortem. And we would actually say, okay, this is what was incredible about the launch. Here's all of our wins. And then we would look at, here were our losses, here were our failures. And I would take them through a SWOT analysis. So this is a very corporate exercise. You can definitely use this. I offer this as a free resource to all my clients. And a SWOT analysis is looking at your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. Because once you know these things, you're going to make empowered decisions on the other side of knowing. So you always want to gift yourself the knowing. This is critical. This is why every single Monday I sit down and I have my business health day. I look at what's going well in my business, what's not going well, and what I want to do differently every single week. Because this is why I've been in growth mode so, so tremendously over the last couple of years. This is why I keep exploding with my results is because I'm choosing to always see it and create more knowing, which keeps me growing, right? So empower yourself to generate more knowing because you're going to build that self-confidence. You're going to build that trust in yourself. So even when things do go wrong, you're going to know, okay, I'm learning from this. Here's what I'm going to do different. Here's how I'm going to do this next time. And that is going to help you feel so much better about making decisions because you're going to know the only way that, you know, even when things go wrong, the only way it's truly going to go wrong is if you don't learn from it.
right? So I just consider failure as feedback. That is my perception of failure. So when I fail, I welcome it because it's going to teach me things that I didn't know before. So then I'm going to continue growing because now I know more. This is a good thing, right? This is why I don't run from failure. So empower yourself to take that imperfect action. Don't overthink it. Overthinking is only going to create more doubt and confusion. So I love to look at my mantra is I'm going to decide, I'm going to trust ahead of time, and I'm going to go. This is the whole foundation of confident action now. This is why I named my program, my one-to-one program, the CAN program, right? It's taking confident action now. So the more decisive you become, the more confident you're going to feel, the more action you're going to take. So think about the two different energies of feeling confused versus feeling decisive. It's two totally different energies in your body. So think about what you do when you actually feel certain and you feel decisive. You're going to have your own back at the highest level, right? So you're going to stand firm in your decision. People can have whatever judgments like, oh God, she's crazy. What is she doing? Oh God, you're going to get it wrong. You're going to fail because people are trying to protect you, right? So they're going to offer you those thoughts and you're going to be like, actually, thank you for trying to keep me safe, love you, but I'm going to go ahead and do the crazy thing, right? You're going to feel so much more empowered and confident and take your decision making to the next level when you are taking action from that place of certainty and decisiveness. So how we shift into a new decision-making pattern is when we look at decisions, right? We always want to look at it in a way that's going to empower you to follow through. Because what a lot of us do is we start to make decisions from the place of, okay, what am I going to do? Here's what I want to do. Okay. And then we overthink it to death, right? So then that overthinking starts to make us feel insecure and disempowered. Then we overthink some more. (laughs) Then we finally decide. Then we overthink our decision to the death and then we unmake our decision. So this pattern will continue. And this is a very unhealthy way of making decisions. So we want to keep you out of this pattern because what's going to happen if you stay in this pattern is you're going to start to leave your comfort zone. You're going to take some action. Then you're going to get scared. You're going to feel some doubt. Then you're going to make your decision, go back into your comfort zone, stay in confusion, and then convince yourself at the end that you didn't really know or that it was the wrong decision. And you're not actually going to give yourself the chance of writing the story right? You're, you're not going to let things play out naturally. You're not going to learn or grow because you have convinced yourself that you knew the end of the story before it ever had a chance to be written. So we don't want you in a place where you approach your decision making with not following through ahead of time, committing to quitting before you actually get going, right? And how you know that you are in this place is it's going to feel painful. It's going to feel extremely uncomfortable. It's going to feel very unsettling when you are going to take action. So a lot of people will see this as, oh yeah, I took strides towards towards doing the thing. And they're going to see this as making a decision, but you didn't actually follow through. You just took a lot of messy action. You got confused. You unmade decisions and you ended up back where you started, right? So that's not actually making a decision. You didn't have your own back. You didn't stay committed to creating the result that you set out to create. So when we live in a healthy decision-making process, this is where I want to see you living. Here's how it's going to look. You're going to research and narrow down your options. You're going to say, okay, here's what I want to do. Here's how I need to get there. Here's my ways to get there. And then you're going to evaluate your risk reward potential. So you're going to say, okay, if I do this thing, here's all the risks. Okay, here's how I can I do this and I'd lose money. I could get fired. People will have these thoughts about me. I won't be able to pay my bills, whatever it might be, right? And here's the reward potential. I could actually succeed. I could make a lot of money doing this. I could be so much happier. I could have more time. I could feel better about myself. Then, once you know that, you're going to decide with certainty because you've seen your options, you know all the things, you see your risk reward potential, and then you decide. 
So you say, I'm going to do this because. You already know all the things, right? You've thought this through. And then you're gonna follow through and have your own back no matter what. So even when the judgment comes, even when people are like, what are you doing? Hold on, wait, what? Like, I know I faced this when I launched my business. People were like, you went from being a corporate executive, making all this money, having stock options, flying first class, going to all the fabulous places, working in Milan, working in Hong Kong, working in Paris, and you're gonna start a coaching business? What? Elise, have you lost your mind? You're gonna fail, what are you thinking? Literally, people offered me the worst thoughts, and I had to defend my decision at the highest level, not to them, to myself, because I let their thoughts get in my head, and it spun me out. I had all sorts of doubt. I couldn't explain what I wanted to do yet because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't clear on where I wanted to go, so their thoughts really impacted me. So this is why we've got to do this work ahead of time, because we don't want other people's thoughts and worries and judgments to spin you out of doing the things that you want to do, because when I let those people's thoughts consume me, I cost myself a lot of time. I hid for seven months before I really truly put myself out there in my business because I was so worried about what everybody else was gonna think about me or if they were gonna see me publicly fail because I'm putting my my body of work out online. And I was terrified. I was terrified of having a janky looking website. I wanted it to look as polished as the brands that I worked for because that was my standard. So instead of actually putting out something that was a little bit messy, I hid because I was too embarrassed to let anybody see me learn how to do my own graphics, which now I love my website, right? I think it looks beautiful and I made all the graphics myself, but I was so worried about the other people's judgments and thoughts that I really hid and that cost me a lot of time and that also cost me a lot of money because I wasn't actually doing anything in my business to start generating income because I was hiding. So I want to offer you that as an example because anytime that we are not following through and having our own back and letting other people get to us, you're always going to cost yourself time and money. You're always going to rob yourself of trust and build doubt. So I want you to look at all of these things, right? Research and narrow your options, evaluate your risk reward potential. And when you're evaluating your risk reward potential, you're really just looking at all of the risks and rewards associated with this decision and identifying what is your worst case scenario if it comes true, right? Like think about for me launching my business. Okay, I'm not gonna be able to pay my bills. I'm gonna let my husband down. You know, what what could I lose if I didn't actually generate money to pay for my half of our life, right? And what is my best case scenario? And I look at my best case scenario and that's my reality now, right? And then looking at what scenario is more valuable and offers you the biggest impact to your life and the people around you. So that's really all you're looking at when you're evaluating your risk reward. And then you're gonna decide with certainty and follow through and have your own back no matter what. So when you are making decisions, I wanna offer you a couple questions to ask yourself. And I think one of the most valuable questions to start with is do I actually have my own back on this decision? So what are you gonna do if someone questions you? Where are you potentially gonna crumble? I know for me, because I didn't have all the answers yet, I crumbled very fast. (laughs) I was like a house of cards that got blown on and just went straight to the ground, right? So this would have been a beneficial thing to look at for me when I first started my business. And I know this now, because I've been doing this work and this is something I teach, right? But at the time, I did not have my own back on that decision. I was so insecure. Because if we're building our whole entire decision on that fragile house of cards and not having that secure foundation, you're gonna crumble when people start to probe you and question you, right? 
I think another valuable thing to look at is, do you like your reason for making this decision, right? So are you making this decision based on what you truly want or is somebody else influencing your decision? So you are in the driver's seat. You decide where you want to go. Nobody else has the potential to decide where your life goes except for you. But we get trapped in this belief that our partners, our bosses, our kids, our friends, our family is in charge of where we go. So I have a lot of women who I've worked with who will tell me things like, oh, I could never leave this job. And I'm like, why? And it all comes back to things like they don't want to let somebody down. So they're letting the pressure of worrying about letting someone down influence their their decision to stay. Or they're in a career path that their family pushed them to go into versus doing what they really wanted to do with their life because they don't want to disappoint their parents. Or maybe they're staying in a job where they make a lot of money because they like the comfort of the money, but they're actually miserable. So they think that they don't have another option of creating that same level of income somewhere else. So we get trapped in these opportunities and these situations that we don't want to be in because we're making decisions based on what other people want. So do you actually like your reason for making the decision? That is such an important thing to know. And I want you to think about another valuable thing to think of is what if failure was no big deal? What if you adopted my mindset and just saw failure as feedback to inform your next best success, right? Because the reality is you're either winning or you're learning. There is no such thing as failure unless, once again, you decide that failure is something that you want to avoid. I run straight towards failure now, right? Because a lot of times I fear a worst case scenario, but in fearing it, all I'm doing is robbing myself of the best case scenario. So if failure didn't matter, would you still do it, right? So I also want you to look at this decision through the lens of five year from now you, 10 year from now you. So this is a big decision. If you're changing career paths, if you are ending a relationship, if you are looking at making a huge investment, if you're looking at making, you know, an investment in travel and going on a trip, right? I want you to think about what does your future self say about this and why? Because when we start taking action as our future self, it's going to help us really decide on behalf of what future you want and creating your life by design versus not really understanding and making decisions blind, not taking future into account. So that's going to help you feel very empowered in ensuring that you are setting yourself up for success when you make these decisions because you're going to be moving towards the woman you want to be and creating the life that you want to have. And then if you get stuck in a pattern of overthinking, this is the final thing I want you to think about, is what is not making this decision costing me? So is it costing you pain because you're just spinning out and you're overthinking and then you're beating yourself up for not deciding and then while you're beating yourself up, you're eating because you feel uncomfortable so now you're gaining weight and then that pain makes you feel even worse so now you're drinking your feelings away and you're waking up feeling hungover and feeling like shit and that pattern is just continuing, right? So I want you to think about, is this decision that you're avoiding making costing you time? Is it costing you money? Because maybe you want to really go for it in your profession, whatever you do professionally, whether you're working at a nine to five or whether you have your own business and you're avoiding doing something and deciding so you're hiding from it, which is costing you time and money. Just like what I said, where I hid for seven months in my business and that cost me a lot of money, right? I wasn't generating any income when I was hiding. Is it generating or is it costing you love? So maybe you're staying in a horrible relationship and that could be with a partner, that could be with a friend. 
And it's costing you love for in this relationship. It's costing you love for yourself. Is not making the decision to have the hard conversation causing you and costing you pain because you're hiding from your truth, which is making you feel shame. And you're not actually living in your authentic way of being because you're hiding from having a conversation because you're scared, right? So I want you to think about those couple of things because once again, when you're looking at if you have your own back, what will you do if someone questions it? Do you like your reasons? What if failure was no big deal? And what is not making this decision costing you? It's going to create a lot more awareness for you on this whole process as a whole. Okay. Decision-making visualization. So if you ever get stuck in the decision-making process, I love to bring in visualization because I think visualization is such a powerful tool to help your brain experience the art of deciding through a different lens, right? Because a lot of times we'll just, you know, put it down on paper, but we actually want to assign vision to this. This is why people make vision boards. This is why I do so many guided visualizations in my coaching is because it takes you out of your head and allows you to have a different relationship to what it is that you want to do. So this also empowers your brain to go into a different mode of thinking, a different mode of problem solving, because you're going to see images in a way And it's going to bring things up from your subconscious that you might not realize were there and allow you to tap into your true needs, wants, and desires in a way to where you might not have experienced it before. So this is really powerful. So what I love to do if I ever get stuck, and this is also something I guide my clients through, is I'll have them close their eyes and I have them picture both decisions that are available. So decision number one, I'll walk them through it vividly playing out, feeling what it would feel like to have that decision come become your reality, right? And then I have them look at feeling deeply what it would be like to experience that, really going into their body and imagining them succeeding and having that decision turn out to be amazing, their best case scenario, better than they could have ever expected it to be. And deeply visualizing what it would look like if that decision happens and what their life would look like on the other side of that decision. And what I'll have them do is we'll look at both decisions in the same way. So vividly picturing both of them playing out, what they feel and what it would be like to experience both, feeling deeply what it would be like to have both and fully experiencing what it feels like to have both in their body and imagining if they succeeded at both and both options turned out amazing, which one would they choose on the other side of being both? Because knowing this, It's going to make you truly feel 100% secure and confident in the trust that you have the the power to decide that either option is going to be amazing. You're going to see it. You're going to experience it. You're going to feel what it would be like to have both. And then what that's going to do is it's going to clear up any confusion and it's going to help you make this decision with empowered ease. So allow yourself, once you do that risk reward, right? Allow that to just play out in your mind for whatever decision it is that you're making. Look at both options and just allow it to play out and deeply experience both. And even if you want to take this to a level of really going deep into this, record in the notes section of your phone in your voice notes. Talk yourself through what it would be like for decision number one, option number one, right? Here's the risk, here's the rewards. And then do the same thing for your other option. And then play it back and close your eyes and allow yourself to actually experience what it would be like for both. Because once again, it's going to allow your brain to go into a different mode of 
experiencing both options, right? And then you can decide based upon what you saw, based upon what you felt, based upon your experience of looking at it through that lens, which one is the better option for you right now. Okay, so I want you to remember, because this is so important, that making decisions propels us forward. Fear is not a good reason to do something, right? So living in fear is not a good reason to stop and not go forward towards your dreams because anytime you leave your comfort zone, you're going to experience some element of fear. So discomfort, uncomfortable emotions, is not a good reason to do something, right? So we don't want to stop doing something just because we feel uncomfortable. Discomfort is showing me that you're growing. So let's lean into this and use this as a different barometer for success. Ooh, I'm uncomfortable. That means I'm leaving my comfort zone. That means I'm growing. Discomfort is just the currency to get what you want in life. And failure is just the way you think about it. So I want to offer you my power thought to close this today because truly I believe that my life is amazing because I decide it's amazing. So no matter what it is that I do, it's amazing. No matter how much I fail, it's amazing because I'm growing, right? So my decision on the way that I look at my life is no matter what I do, it's amazing. So try this on. Try on the belief that no matter what you decide, there's no such thing as a wrong decision because once you step into that way of seeing it, you're truly going to set yourself free. So truly also step into the belief that I don't know is nothing more than a toxic thought because you do know. You just have to empower yourself to know, right? Decide to see it. Decide to help yourself see what it is that you do know and what you need to learn. All right, go make some healthy, confident, and secure decisions because you 100% are capable of doing that. Oh, hey. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this helps you, I would love for you to share the gift of confidence with a friend because this is how we all grow. So share this with your girls, a coworker, a fellow mama, or your fam on social media because we all need support in our confidence journey. So sharing can help us heal, feel better, and take steps to grow now. Also, I'd love if you would drop your rating in. Ratings and reviews help me so much more than you realize. And if you found yourself listening today and thinking, I need professional support, I would love to invite you to join the CAN program where I will teach you how to take confident action now. If increased confidence is what you want, this is multiple months of dedicated you time where we will do the deep work on you to create your most confident self, both personally and professionally. Because once you know how to generate the feeling of confidence from the inside out, the possibilities become endless and your results become inevitable. This is the most valuable investment you will ever making yourself. And I cannot wait to see who you become on the other side of doing this work on you. So visit me at soulmakeup.com to learn more or come be my bestie on Instagram. You can find me at your soul makeup. See you next time.